Hello friends and welcome back to broadcast number 17. Today again we have a video feedback. This time it goes to Juan from Colombia who's living in Thailand. And he made a video about New Year's Eve in, in Bangkok, uh, if I see that correctly. And I think this one is, first of all, once again, it's a travel um, video. So I think there's a couple of uh, things to be learned for each and every one of you. And another thing I would want to mention about this is here is a perfect example for persistence because Juan has been sending in this video for, I think, like five, six, seven times until now I finally got to choose his one. So the video is about three minutes long. I would categorize it as cinematic travel video. The actual video itself lasts for about two and a half minutes. So as always, you will get the link first uh, and I will suggest you watch it first and then um, hear my feedback afterwards. As always, it's just my personal thoughts. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, once again, I'm gonna point out a couple of things that I noticed that I liked, that I didn't like so much. And yeah, here we go. So the video itself starts with like a pretty epic beat on the music and the first shot hits when the first beat comes. It's rising a bit. It's cool. It has a very mysterious feeling and vibe in the beginning. However, the longer the video went, the less convinced I was about the music. So I, it's for me, it's mostly a gut decision. I like the beginning. And the longer the video went, I more felt like it was turning into a very heavy gangster electro beat that personally didn't really vibe with me with a New Year's kind of Asian video. So I didn't really see, see that fitting so well, especially past uh, the one minute and five seconds mark. Throughout the video, um, when you're using a lot of hyperlapses, they look like they were shot on a gimbal with something like a GoPro. The quality of those shots is not super high. Um, but yeah, hyperlapse is always cool, but you can overuse them. So that's always a word of caution for me. Um, especially there's one very long time lapse, uh, but I'm going to get to that later at around, I think, one minute mark. That was very, very long. Um, then very frequent times, what I noticed throughout your video, you turn your color grading from normal into black and white. I mean, you can use that as a stylistic effect. Totally fine for you if you like that, if you want to choose that. But I didn't really see any reason for you to actually do that. So in the previous video feedback a few days ago for Alex, um, the entire video was in black and white. And that made sense to me. It was about the tattoo artist. It was all in black and white. That totally, I understood it right away. Here I'm struggling to make sense out of this as a viewer. Example is at second 21 until second um, 30. At first, I like the color grading after and I like the color grading before. But I don't really see any reason why you would go to black and white in between. So that kind of left me not understanding. So here are a couple of things that I really liked about your video. There were like two transitions that I really liked. Um, there was one at second 32. Um, that one was really cool. It was fading in. Um, the first shot was moving to the left. And then you made a mask and it faded in the other next one from the right. And you also had a fitting sound effect to that. Then at sec at one minute and 12 seconds, that was very, very trippy and cool. Uh, when you had that rotating neon sign, that was something new that I haven't seen so often before. Um, and then afterwards, it was fading in another shot on top of that with, lamp with lanterns. I like those. A couple of weird things that I didn't really vibe with or that I didn't really understand. So a couple of times throughout your video, you make a split screen effect where you have two shots next to each other. 
Um, that is at second 35 and at second 52. And I don't also don't really see a reason to do that. So a split screen second I connect with having simultaneous action of, let's say, two different characters doing something at the same time. That was not the case here, though. So I don't understand why there needs to be a split screen. Um, then in second 43, um, there's a guy with a very Asian looking hat and a beard. You use a super, super strong vignette. I also didn't really understand that. Some like a vignette like this, I connect to when in movies someone gets punched or is in a drug state or something like this and only has a very narrow field of view. I didn't really see that there. Um, then in general, I'm not too convinced about your threshold black and white effect. Um, one example is at second 11, you fade in from black and then you only see the whites and then you see the whites flickering and it's very, yeah, it's, the blacks are completely black. I mean, it's stylistic choice, of course. I didn't really vibe with that so well. Um, then what I noticed at exactly one minute, the drop in the music hits and then the, the shot that you have there, though, is super choppy. The frame rate is like, it looks like a frame rate of four or five frames per second. I don't know if you intended to do that or if that was by accident, but that really threw me off a bit in that moment. Then after that, as I said before, there comes a gangster beat part in the song. Uh, and that then after, after, the, after the drop in like one minute and five seconds or so, there comes a lot of hits or beats that you could really well cut to. But you don't, you make a super, super long time-lapse, and the time-lapse I would have wished very much for motion blur, because it looks very stuttery and choppy. Um, uh, by the way, if you don't know how to do that, you can, if you speed up a clip in Premiere Pro, for example, then you can right-click on the clip, go into speed duration, and then choose optical flow. Um, then at 1 minute and 17 until 1 minute and 22, that was a bit too much for me with all the Chinese or Asian signs going on there as a layer underneath or above. That was a bit too much for me. Um, then everything that comes past 1 minute and 30, you get very slow on the pacing. Before that, we were quite fast. But then the clips get pretty long and dragged out. One example is the dragon that you show. And it's basically the very same shot that you show from 1 minute 46 until 2 minutes 03. And there's nothing much happening. And after that, another um, section like this, where you have basically the same shot or the same angle for like 30 seconds straight um, at like two minutes until 2.30. And there's basically not much happening there except that the camera is shaking. So that is latest there, you would have lost my attention for the video. Uh, and then another thing that I would also want to mention, uh, uh, mentioned already before in another video, after that, after the video, you have like 30 or 40 basically dead seconds where you kill your audience retention by just having a super long outro that is not really necessary. Um, that hurts your, yeah, it simply hurts the audience retention in YouTube and gives them a sign that people watch less percentage of your video, which is not good. Um, and then one thing that I want to point out because uh, that I really, really liked is that in the end, you bring yourself in. We see you as the character. We filmed it on the phone, but that's totally fine. But then we get a bit more context. I understand what it's about. Who is it about? Who's the who's the perspective that we're seeing it from? And I would have loved if you would have introduced yourself like this in the very beginning of the video so that we know we see Bangkok on New Year's through your eyes. Because in the end, I, I, I said that in the earlier review, is 
faces and people make it better. However, what we actually need is a character, something or someone that we can follow through the video. This one again, it, it, it shows impressions, but impressions are different from a story. If you would have shown yourself in the beginning and then say, hey, I'm, this is what I'm noticing here and it's so crazy, and then you would have filmed all the impressions, that would have made a lot of sense. And in the end, you introduce yourself with a camera, with a phone shots, but I would have wished you would have done that in the beginning. So, once again, I hope this feedback was helpful. Um, yeah, this was just my thoughts. Give Juan some uh, feedback on his video, comment below and share some love with him for taking the initiative and be yeah, letting yourself be criticized publicly here. That's it for today. Until tomorrow.